You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Radical Disruption. Today, I'm taking you behind the scenes in my kitchen, an experience that happened just yesterday, and how it relates to business. So I bought an air fryer during Amazon Prime Day, and it's something that I have wanted for a really, really, really long time, and I've been so excited about it. I didn't want to buy it full price, though, because air fryers are a little bit expensive, So I thought Prime Day was the perfect time. I didn't want to wait till Black Friday or anything like that. So it went on sale during Prime Day, immediately purchased it. And a day and a half later, it came to my doorstep and unboxed it like a little child on Christmas morning. So, so, so excited. And for context, I'm a big foodie. I love food. I love cooking food. I love being in the kitchen. I love everything about food. (laughs) So I knew that this tool, uh, based off of what I've heard from other people and their experiences using the air fryer and raving about it, that this was going to elevate my cooking experience and my food and all of that. So I had really, really, really high hopes. Because of that, I planned an entire meal around using the air fryer. And for me, I plan out my meals usually on Sundays, and then I will go through and I'll look at the recipes and all the ingredients that I need, and I will add those to my Instacart, and then I'll have my Instacart delivered on a Monday morning, and then I have all of my meals planned out for the week, not prepped out, but like planned out, so that way I don't have to worry about like, oh, what are we going to eat today, and like, do I have the ingredients for that? So I planned out an entire meal around utilizing the air fryer because, again, why would I not use the air fryer? Because I'm so excited about it. Well, okay, for other context as well, I think this is important too. (laughs) Just for my own personal pride, I'm a pretty good cook. I'm not a chef, though, by any means, but I can follow a recipe and it turns out pretty good, like I would say 99.9% of the time. Uh, Again, though, I'm not a chef. Like if you tell if you give me some ingredients and you're like, hey, make something uh, probably not going to turn out the best. Right. But like I can follow directions (laughs) um, when it comes to cooking and it's going to turn out pretty good. So anyways, had high hopes for this meal. About 10 minutes into cooking, I realized that this meal was not going to turn out. The first thing that I cooked was the wings. So I wanted wings with fries. That's what I was trying to cook. So the first thing that I cooked was the wings and the chicken itself wasn't the right chicken for wings. So they didn't work out. Great. Awesome. You know, the main part of the meal is already destroyed. (laughs) Um, So that's great. The second thing that I cooked was the fries. And I was certain I was certain that these would turn out because how do you wreck French fries? You just can't. And these were sweet potato fries, which is like next level French fries. And they didn't burn. I will say that. But they got all black and bubbly in the air fryer. And it kind of looked like there was like warts all over them. And they wouldn't crisp up. 
no matter how long I kept them in there and the longer that I kept them in there, the more of those like wart black things that kept coming up on them. And I would taste it and it just didn't taste very good. So anyways, that didn't work out. I was so frustrated. So, so frustrated. (laughs) But I also had to give myself grace because it was the first time that I was using the air fryer. Like I'd never, ever used it before. And you know, there's a few different factors that play into why all those things didn't work out that I was trying to cook, which I'll talk about in just a second. But it also made me think about my first time using the Instapot. And the Instapot is a pressure cooker. If you've never like heard of the Instapot before, it just, you know, cooks your food under pressure in like a ridiculously short amount of time. And it's the most amazing thing ever. But I remember the first time that I tried using the Instapot, I tried cooking rice. And if you ever tried cooking rice in the Instapot, you can probably guess how this goes. I just kept getting burn alerts. Like it would just say burn, burn, burn. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) And so my rice, the whole entire bottom pot or the bottom of the pot where the rice was totally burnt, like burnt to a crisp. But then the rice at the top of the pot wasn't really even cooked. And then there was a bunch of, I don't know, it was just an absolute disaster And I didn't give up, though, on using the Instapot after that experience. And now I use my Instapot multiple times per week to cook. It is a staple tool in my kitchen. I absolutely love it. But this experience, though, between the air fryer and then thinking back on using the Instapot, it really made me think about business and how this relates to business. And you're probably thinking, wow, this is such a business coach thing to say, like relating you know, this awful (laughs) cooking experience back to business. But really, like, this is like legit what I was thinking. Um, I was sitting in my kitchen after this, and I was so frustrated because we were heading to a movie. So I didn't really have a lot of time to like come up with another meal. So we ended up having like Eggo waffles (laughs) and eggs for uh, dinner because obviously I ruined dinner. But I legit was thinking this and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be such a good podcast episode. And now here I am recording it. So anyways, you can take you know, your your failures in life. It doesn't just have to be in business. And you can always relate that somehow back to your one of your offerings, or you can teach a lesson around it. So even the most mundane, unexciting, and even failures in your life can be turned into lessons. So that's, that's like a, a micro lesson from this podcast episode, but that's not the point of what this is. This episode is all about, but I, I did think about how this related to business and how As business owners, we are so scared to try something new because it might end in failure. And oftentimes we go into things with such high hopes that it's going to succeed on the first try. And then we experience failure. And then we're like, well, maybe we're not cut out for this. Maybe this isn't meant to be, or maybe people don't like this offer, or maybe people don't like XYZ or whatever it is that you put out into the world that you did and it didn't go as well as you planned it, right? But in reality, being a beginner and failing is really the only way that we can get to where we want to go because no one can start 10 steps into a journey, even though we all want to, right? We all want to be making a million dollars, $10 million, $5 billion, right? Like we all want to be making, okay, I shouldn't say everyone, right? But like, that would be nice, right? Like (laughs) I would say if you were making that amount of money, like you're probably not going to turn that amount of money away, right? At least I wouldn't. Um, I can only speak for myself, I guess I should say, but I wouldn't like, that's all, that's all money that I want, right? Like $10 million, like $5 billion. Like, yeah, please sign me up for that. Right. But also 
the people who are making that amount of money right now, the people that you can look at in the world who are bringing in that amount of money, they are many, 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 many steps, many, 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 many years into their journey. And I would even go as far to say as many, many, many failures into their journey as well. Failure is a part of the process. It is not the end of the process. And just because we fail, it doesn't mean that it is not meant to be. Sometimes it is just part of the journey, right? And so why do we fail? I'm going to relate this back to my kitchen experience, but also relate it back to business at the same time. So sometimes it's a failure because of the ingredients. Sometimes we fail because of the ingredients. Now, what does this mean in terms of the kitchen, right? Well, (laughs) obviously this is pretty self-explanatory, but like the chicken that I was using for the air fryer was not the right chicken to make wings. So therefore, that was already a recipe for disaster before I even got started because the ingredient was not the right ingredient, which is totally, again, my own fault. Like, I I know that the air fryer works because I know plenty of people use it. So I know that it's definitely user error. But, you know, that was something where I didn't even set myself up for success getting started because I had the wrong ingredient for that. Now, in terms of business, what are ingredients in our business? Ingredients in our business are equipment that we use, the tools that we use, the systems, the strategies that we use. Sometimes we don't have the right tools or the right equipment or the right systems in place. And so that sometimes leads to failure because those are really essential components in our business. And whether that's, you know, through social media or through creating offers or whatever it might be, you know, building a team. So really looking at the ingredients. And so if you are going through a failure, you have gone through a failure, it's well, any failure in general, um, but it's really important for you to take a step back and ask yourself, okay, why did I fail? What can I learn from this experience? And sometimes it is just simply the ingredients. Now, what are some other reasons that we might fail? So sometimes we might fail because we're just simply a beginner. Sometimes we might fail because we're just simply a beginner, and that's okay. And something I would say here is that you don't know what you don't know, right? And so as a beginner, you don't know all the things, and you are not supposed to know all the things because you are a beginner at the beginning stages of your journey, and you're going to learn more as you go through your journey, and it is okay to not know all the things, and that's so important. Now, sometimes we fail because we don't set realistic goals. And uh, this is definitely applicable to me being in the kitchen. My goal with the air fryer was to have a perfect meal, a five star meal. I think that like in terms of like chefs and like food, it's like Michelin rated or something like that. I think that's like a big thing for restaurants. That's what I was expecting, right? Like I went into it with really, really high expectations And I'm not necessarily saying that like you shouldn't go into things with high expectations, but like I would say that my my goal for it being the first time using the air fryer and having the wrong ingredients, like I did not set realistic expectations or realistic goals for myself. And so that is something that a lot of times where again, this is like so a lot of this is like so self-explanatory, but we forget so much of this as entrepreneurs because we're going our goal in our heads, like perfection and making millions and millions of dollars, like anything less than that is failure, right? Which is like, that's probably not the most realistic goal, right? So is it your first time uh, doing something? 
Uh, okay, yes. Well, are you going to be an expert at that the first time? Mm, probably not, right? It's probably like one in a million people is like the expert the first time that they do things. Okay, I don't know. That's like, that's a Maya statistic, not an actual statistic. But um, if you are one of those people, then that's fantabulous. And I know that there are people out there who are like, oh yeah, I've never played, you know, XYZ sport before. And then they play it and they're like the best at it, you know, and they're destroying everyone. <laughs> so if you're one of those people in business where like you just, it just like clicks for you, then that's great. But for most of us, we're not going to be an expert the first time that we do things. And something that I want to add in here, and this isn't necessarily like in terms of failure specifically, but I just think that it's something that's really important to bring up is I hear a lot of people and they come to me and they say, this is in direct messages in coaching through all the different things. People will come to me, I'll say, hey, I want to make $500 a month or I want to make $1,000 a month or I want to make $5,000 a month or I want to make $20,000, whatever that number is for you, right? Like it, it could be literally anything. I've had people at all ranges come to me and they say that they have a certain amount of money that they want to make. And they're like, I'm doing all of the right things. And I see other people who are making this amount of money faster than me, who are growing and scaling faster than me. And I'm doing all the things and I'm putting in the work and in their head, they're seeing this as a failure, right? So that's how this ties in is they're seeing it as a failure. And they're like, well, what am I doing wrong? Now, a perspective shift that I would present to you here, and this is just something that I believe, this is something that I teach, is that most of the time in order for us to get to that next level, whatever that looks like, right? And it doesn't even necessarily have to be anything that's necessarily monetary. Like it could even be all the examples in my head right now are totally monetary, but like, you know, I was like thinking like signing on five more clients or, you know, hitting X amount of followers on Instagram, like whatever that next goal is for you. And it doesn't have to be monetary, but for the sake of this, I'm going to give a monetary example. So, you know, if that next goal for you is making $500 a month and you're asking yourself, why is this not happening for me? Like I'm doing all the right things. What am I doing wrong? Now, I genuinely believe and this is based off of my own experience and based off of what I've seen from a lot of the clients that I've worked with is I genuinely believe that there are lessons that you have to learn along the way. There are failures that you have to go through in order to get to that next level. And so the question that I want you to ask yourself is not what things am I doing wrong, you know, to, to not be hitting the number that I want to be hitting, but and instead ask yourself, what are the things that I need to learn? What are the things that I need to go through in order to be able to get to that next level? Then what you're looking for in your business isn't all the things that you're you're doing wrong, right? Now you're looking for all of the things that are lessons, opportunities for you to improve upon, opportunities for you to grow and to learn to experience new things and expand your knowledge. And it's a totally different way of approaching things. And looking back on my journey, you know, I, this is a total vulnerable, transparent uh, moment here, which is what this podcast is all about. I hit a hundred and uh, I had my very first hundred K month, which actually was 160 K month in revenue. It was like 140 K cash, I believe. I'm just rolling that off the top of my head, but some somewhere in that ballpark in November of 2022. And after that, I didn't have another hundred K month. And then in January, I did have another 100K month. It was 120K in revenue. It was like around 105 in cash. But after that, and since then, since January of 2023, I've not hit 100K again. You know, there are so many times where I've sat back and asked myself, like, why? Like, I've hit it twice. Why can I not sustain that? Like, why is that not a number that I see 
consistently in like looking at my spreadsheets, you know, for each month at the end of each month, like, why is that the not the number that I see? I had to have a really honest moment with myself and say, you know, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, that's actually not what I meant to say, but for some reason, yo came out and I don't talk to myself like that, but that's actually hilarious that that came out. <laughs> I had to have this honest moment with myself though, that there are lessons that I need to learn to be able to hit those months consistently. Cause it's one thing to hit hundred K one time or two times, but it's another thing to hit that consistently. And that is something that like, when I go for a new goal in terms of my income, I don't want to just like, Oh, I want to hit hundred K. And then I hit hundred K one time. And then that like, that's it. Right. Like when I go for my goals, I want to be able to hit hundred K and then sustain that consistently. And so when I hit 100K originally, my goal actually for that month in terms of income was not even 100K. I actually blew past my goal. But looking back now, I had this expectation after I hit that first 100K month that like everything after that would be 100K month, which was an unrealistic expectation for me um, because I didn't have the systems. I didn't have the team. I didn't have all these things in place. I hadn't learned all these lessons that I need to learn to be able to have 100 or have consistent 100K months. And I genuinely believe that to this day that I still have yet to learn all the lessons that I need to learn to be able to sustain 100K months. And I'm still in this learning process. And I really having that perspective shift for me of like, like instead of it being like, what are all the things that I'm doing wrong to not have 100K months consistently, but instead looking at it as a learning opportunity of like, okay, there's still more that I need to learn. There's still more that I need to do. And not necessarily like I need to do more in terms of like working more or things like that, but like, building more automations, building more systems, building out my team more, like those types of things that are actually going to help me with sustainable growth and sustainable scaling that like, that's more of what I need to do and focus on. So that's a truthful moment there for you is like, I haven't made it there yet. And I don't know, I don't have all the answers as to why. And I don't have all the answers, uh, at least not right now of like what I need to still do to be able to get to that level and be able to sustain it. But I know that it's going to come to me. And I know that through this perspective shift of like looking at it as the lessons that I need to learn versus like, what are all the things that I'm doing wrong, that it, it really allows me to take it from a more positive perspective as well. And, you know, for me, I've mastered 50K months. I've mastered hitting 50K months. I've even had multiple days in 2020 or multiple months, actually, in 2023, where I've taken 10 or 15 days off during that month and I've brought in 50K months. And so I've mastered that, but I have not mastered hitting 75K months consistently and I have not mastered hitting 100K months consistently. And I'm still in the process of mastering that thing. And I know that it's going to happen when I've learned the things that I need to learn. And that's on my own time frame, right? Because there are people who are doing it faster than me. There are people who have scaled to $200,000 months who started their business after me and they're consistently hitting those income months. And I know that for a fact and I'm so happy for them, but I cannot compare myself to them because I still have lessons that I need to learn. And also something that's so important to that as well in terms of comparison is if you're sitting here and you're comparing yourself and that, well, this person did XYZ faster than me. And maybe they just learned lessons faster than you. That could be one reason. But maybe they have prior experiences that taught them those lessons that you don't even know. Like maybe they went to, you know, school and they got a degree in business and they learned a lot of those lessons in there. Or maybe they had another business prior to this one that they actually 
failed at completely. And that taught him a lot of lessons. Like you just never know someone's full story unless they're obviously telling you the full story of things. But like most people aren't actually doing that. So just don't compare there. Anyways, that was a long little (laughs) tangent there. Um, But hopefully that was a good little perspective shift. And another powerful shift, and this one, I'm going to keep this nice and short for you. But another powerful shift that I want you to think about in terms of like a mindset shift when it comes to working towards achieving something that is new, because this is something else that I hear a lot of times too, is people will say, well, I want to hit 5k months. um, And they're currently at, let's just say 1k or 2k months. And they're so hyper-focused on that next level. And when they don't hit 5k months, um, and they don't hit 5k months again, and they don't hit it again, and they don't hit it again, they're getting so frustrated because they, again, they're seeing that as a failure, which in my eyes is like, you're learning so many lessons to be able to get to that level. But also something that I would have you think about is instead of always reaching for the next number in terms of income, something that I highly suggest that you do is ask yourself, how can I make where I am currently at even easier? And what do I mean by that? To give an example, how can I make making $5,000 a month even easier? If you're at $5,000 a month right now, ask yourself that question. If you're at $500 a month, ask yourself, how can I make making $500 a month even easier. If you're at $10,000 a month, you can probably guess the question. How can I make making $10,000 a month even easier? And what will this do for you? It's going to help you to recognize that you are not failing on a month-to-month basis, but it's going to not only help you to make that amount of money easier, but what happens when you make that amount of money easier to make $500. If you make that easier to make, you're also in the process. I promise you, you're also going to start making more money because you've made it easier to make more money, right? So that's a little perspective shift that I throw in there. All right, going back to failures in terms of like cooking and all of that, uh, sometimes it is a failure because of the instructions. So maybe you have really vague or poor instructions that were given to you in terms of, you know, the recipe. Like I, I have a few recipes that have been handed down from like family members and things like that. And like, you know, it's on like the uh, little white note cards. (laughs) And uh, sometimes it'll say like, very, just like very general instructions, like throw it in the oven. And you're like, okay, but like what temperature and for like how long, you know? So those types of vague instructions, obviously you're not going to lead to, you know, the perfect end result. So making sure that you're getting instructions from people who are credible and people who are going to give you the details and the real and raw and honest perspective of like what it actually takes to get there, right? And so you don't want unclear instructions, um, but you also don't want to be taking advice from unreliable sources. Now, another thing, this is the last thing that I'll uh, end with in terms of like examples of failures, or I guess why we fail is sometimes we fail because we rush things. And so this kind of goes back to what I was talking about as well with your goal of like, okay, well, I want to make 5k months and you're currently at 1k months. And you're asking yourself, well, what am I doing wrong to not hit this, right? You might be rushing yourself and rushing things can lead to failure because you're putting unrealistic expectations on yourself to hit a certain goal in a certain time frame that might just, it just might not be realistic in terms of all the lessons that you need to learn to be able to actually hit that level. And the more that you are down on yourself and the more you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't hit it again. I didn't do this again. I didn't, you know, now you're getting really down on yourself. And instead of seeing your journey as an opportunity and uh, your journey as a learning lesson. Now you're just so down on yourself and you're like, maybe this isn't for me when in reality it is for you. It's just part of the journey of being an entrepreneur 
is failures, right? And so failures happen, but they're not a bad thing. There are various reasons why things might not work out the way that we hoped, but it is all part of the process. And being a beginner is all part of the process. We cannot jump straight to the advanced level without first going through the learning curve and without first starting on step one. And this is applicable to anyone at any point of their journey. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're at the beginning stages of your journey and you're making zero dollars. Like that's not what this episode is about. This is about any new thing that you try. Like maybe you're trying ads for the first time. Maybe you're trying TikTok for the first time. Maybe you're trying email marketing for the first time. Like there are going to be failures that happen because you are a beginner in that thing. And that is okay. Being a beginner opens up opportunities for immense learning and growth. And it's really a chance for us to acquire new skills and gain valuable insights and really refine our strategies. And being a beginner also allows us to see things from a fresh perspective. And you might even spot opportunities and solutions that other people might have missed due to their preconceived notions Being a beginner builds resilience and adaptability, which are both skills that are so important for entrepreneurs. And you learn to bounce back from those failures and adapt your approach until you do achieve success. And I think that I truly believe that the more failures that you go through, the more successful that you are going to be. And the more willing you are to be a beginner, the more successful you are going to be as well. And lastly, being a beginner often means thinking outside of the box. And so your creativity can really flourish when you're not confined to, you know, this little box of I have to do X, Y, Z to be successful because you don't know what to do, right? At least when you're getting started to do, you don't know what to do in order to be successful at that step one in your journey. And so being a beginner allows you to experiment and have that a little bit more freedom to try new things. Being a beginner is a gift. It is not something to rush past. I really want you to enjoy the journey and don't forget to be a beginner. So my challenge for you is to try something new this week, whether that might be sending out a sales email because you've never used your email for selling before, or maybe it is going live on Instagram, or maybe it is sending a follow-up email for a company that you pitched for a collaboration. Whatever it is, I really encourage you to not be afraid to be a beginner, to try something new, to fail, because it is all part of the process and really leaning into that beginner energy. Thank you so much for listening in to this episode. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.